Hello everybody and welcome back to Shield Bash. I am Mark, your host and GM for today, and to my right... Will, playing Uko, the uh, cleric that doesn't know anything about religion. <laughs> Isn't that how it typically goes? Uh, yes, for me anyway. And to the cleric's right is uh, Pete, playing Nat, the favorite light in the dark place. All right, all right, all right. And Curtis playing Dunk. <laughs> was, was that a beer I heard? Kraken. <laughs> Crack the top again? I believe the fifth. Release the Kraken. <laughs> I'll tell you why. And I, I won't. Playing Balmy Taker. Balmy Taker. Balmy Taker that had the epiphany. We'll get right back to that in a moment. <laughs> He was so scared he couldn't even talk, and that's that's pretty scary for old Bommy Taker. Uh-huh. But I want to hear about this haircut story. Yeah. I heard William joined a boy band or something. No. I, I, no, I, tell, no, you, no, no, I no. tell you, folks, you're missing out. Uh, it's too bad we don't have a visual medium to share with you. Maybe, maybe we can take some pictures of Will and post them on the website. Yeah, I don't we, think. We should probably no, you will not. I don't <laughs> think that'll happen since he's the website guy. Probably won't make it by, uh, you know, the censor uh, Will. But uh, yeah, he's got a he's got a stripy shirt on. He's got a, a nice feathered side do, a uh, little 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 length on the top. Uh, he's looking kind of spiffy. Kind of reminds me of a young uh, a Backstreet Boy or uh, maybe maybe 98 Degrees with less, with less moose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, I'm sexier, though. Yeah. Wow, yeah. yeah. And no, like no lack of confidence over here. <laughs> so I uh, I actually... Hey, William. <laughs> so yeah, I actually uh, have been going. I, I found out um, I've been going to the same place for quite some time. I never really thought about it to get my hair cut. And I walked up there one day Right up to the door, looked inside. It said closed on it. I was like, "Oh, that's weird. It's a weekday." And I looked inside and realized there was nothing in there anymore. Oh, and they were just gone. They so not closed wait today. A second. Closed you the went day to day and the day after that. Oh, they didn't move. They're closed. There's not another one in town. So was was like at a gorilla hair salon, and they just like <laughs> were there and gone. Or what, what happened there? They've been there for years. So uh, I actually thought about it afterward. Uh, because I was looking for a new place to go get my hair cut, and I realized that I had been going to the same place to get my hair cut for something like six years. <gasps> Man, you were that dedicated of a customer, and they didn't have the decency to tell you they were closing? Well, and here's the funny thing about it. I found out something else about uh, barbershops and uh, uh, hairdressers and, and, I don't know, whatever you want to call cost cutters. And... Uh, a chain. the the thing that the thing that I learned about them is uh, none of them have a good website. Not a single one of them. So sad. They don't even have like a corporate website to cover them. Uh, no, it, it's it, it cost cutters is is garbage. Uh, all of the little um, barber shops and stuff around uh, this area, they some of them have okay websites, but they're very obviously not professional, and some of them didn't work at all. And one of them straight up doesn't have a website, and the only information online about it is a very wide array of of uh, uh, reviews. Some of which are like, "This guy doesn't know how to cut hair. Uh, this guy's rude. He left in the middle of my haircut to go pick up his daughter from school." Like, that's that's his only online presence. Awesome. So you, uh, you know what I'm you hearing. Obviously, went to him, right? I thought about it just to see what happens. You know what I'm hearing, Will? I'm hearing 
job opportunities for you. <laughs> uh, yes, that is I, a huge underdeveloped market. Uh, I am absolutely going to start dipping into that. But uh, in the meantime, I found a, a barber shop call, called Henson's and uh, went in there. Did you say Hanson? But I went no in there. No wonder he looks like that. <laughs> uh, real quick. Mark, good job. That's the first time I've ever seen you ping the top of the bars there. Good job. Because <laughs> you turned his mic up, man. Uh, but I went in there, and, and they were they're nice guys. Uh, Phil's pretty good. Uh, I actually like what he did with my hair. Funny thing about it, though, the uh, the, the menu, so to speak, for haircuts in there. Uh-huh. Limited? Pretty pretty reasonable, up and down. Very reasonable price-wise. Pretty reasonable in, in terms of size. I read through it all in like 30 seconds. But when I got to the bottom, I had to pause for a full minute because it said, Free shots of Malort. <laughs> <laughs> no way! You're shitting me. I, I, did, I am not. <laughs> I think we just found the official barber of Gary Con. <laughs> I do believe um, if Hanson wants to uh, sponsor us, we'd be more than happy to... <laughs> Uh, I would imagine they probably won't. Free shots of Malort. That's funny as hell. Malort, uh, I don't oh, even know what your parent oh, company is called, but if you would like Jepson, to sponsor us, you can't Jepson's because we ain't drinking bourbon. it. Jepson's Bourbon, that's who makes Malort. That's funny. Actually, their bourbon's not that bad. So you can send really us bourbon. Not. Yeah, I was going to yep. say, that, so the parent company can send us bourbon and we'll drink that on the air for them. Yeah, but not Malort. <laughs> no, That's not happening. Well, yeah. So Malort is, is, is nasty. Oh, yeah, we oh my God. Yes, yeah, we was, did that a couple episodes back. I was going to say, I was actually well, re-listening to that section of that episode the other day. You guys kind of spit out a lot of different brands, so yeah. I'm, just, I'm just trying to keep up. Malort is a, is, is a little like drinking a, a glass of water that has like an entire tree's worth of bark blended up in it. With sweat socks from a like a large school's gym class, not like a really small school around here, but I'm talking like 200 600, plus. 600 in one gym class. Sounds All their sweat socks wrung out delicious. at once. Yeah. yeah. But if you drink Sprite, it's like you didn't drink it at all. Right, that's what Neil says. But you know what? <laughs> I don't trust Neil enough to try Malort just to see if the Sprite does take it away because <laughs> I've known too many people that have drank Malort and like, oh, don't ever do that. Don't don't ever do that. The good news <laughs> is that if you drink something else, you'll just be happier. Right. <laughs> right. Right. M- Malort's like bottled sadness. <laughs> Drano, I don't, I don't know still happier. Guys, I don't know if you guys had that night you were at it's that. effervescent. <laughs> that birthday party. but <laughs> birthday whatever, party. whatever it was that you had that night at the birthday party, it landed Brit on my couch the following evening. <laughs> well, yes, well that, we, had a, true. we had a lot that night. We the, sampled uh, plenty. For, for, the, for the hair of the dog to kick in like 18 hours later. No, nah, dude, uh, <laughs> that had to be something I ate. I mean, really. I mean, yeah. we're sitting here playing a normal game night, and all of a sudden, Neil looks up and goes, I guess I'm staying here a while. Yeah, Brit disappeared. Brit just went to bed. Where? <laughs> he was just out here. <laughs> you go looking for him, and he's, you know, locked in the bathroom. <laughs> so I threw a couple pillows and a blanket on the couch, and, yeah, it's all good. Speaking I'll be, of, I'll be fine. Speaking of drunken gaming, uh... I'm looking forward to next weekend. Likewise. Yeah. Granted, by the time you all hear this, it will be passed. But right. Yes, Drunk yeah. Gaming will... Oh, and shout out to my wife, post-gaming stuff, because she is covering my shifts this weekend. Yay! Oh, wow. that's awesome. 
Yeah, what we're talking about, friends uh, and uh, neighbors here on the uh, Shield Bash uh, podcast uh, listening audience is FriendCon4. Fuck you, Brett. That's, that's the official name. Um, we had FriendCon2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, FriendCon3 was... You remember what FriendCon3 was? Yeah, I know. Hey, three wasn't that memorable. Good time, <laughs> but not that memorable. But th- this Which one should one be. Which one was number three? Good. Was that Lincoln? Was that? Yes, that was. That was Lincoln. the first time we've ever done one in Lincoln. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what we called it. Um, but Neil still gets texts and messages from the Airbnb uh, lady. Oh, yeah? oh I bet. I oh, yeah. bet she does. He does. Um, and uh, I believe uh, William, Mark, and myself are the GMs this weekend. I, I think we are. I, I guess you can count me in as a GM. I mean, I'm only GMing one game. But hey, hey, that's the one game I get to play this weekend. <laughs> me too. Hey, fair me enough. Me too. Never done 5e, but I'm looking forward to it. I've made eight characters so far. <laughs> I, I, I have. I've got it's, a character. It's really easy, is it not? It is. And it's like I made a, a cross. It was a, a, what, it was a sorcerer warlock, and I'm like, holy crap. I could kill so many people with this. Yep. Uh, one of the most deadly things that is in existence in, in 5e, however, still remains the Sorcerer Paladin, because you can use any of your spell slots to smite, and friends and, and family, let me tell you what doesn't count as casting a spell. Smite. smite. So yeah. when you want a lightning bolt and smite in the same turn, nobody can stop you. Really? Wow, and... And, and yeah. we always thought Neil had broken characters. No, this is a concept that so, a buddy of mine used in my first campaign. Why doesn't Neil like 5e then? Because I mean, he's he refuses to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. It's the honest truth. Yeah, I, on our regular group, I if I had to pick a different game that uh, besides our Pathfinder 1e, I, I think one of our guys would go 5e. I've never played 5e. I haven't played it yet, but... Uh, I will say... Um, the the one complaint that people seem to always come from Pathfinder saying is um, there's not enough like character diversity and I, with the classes it's somewhat right if you only have the core books. However, Pete, did you use that link that I gave you? Not yet because uh, it won't let me do it on my cell phone and every time I'm around a laptop or a computer I don't think about it. I gotcha. Well, I'm staring at a laptop. Here's the thing. I have a dizzying number of options in terms of races and classes on my uh, D&D Beyond. The amount of content that exists for 5e now is probably rivaling that of uh, the probably mid portion of uh, Pathfinder 1 I would bet. It's probably twice as much content in terms of races and classes, as 2E has right now, mm. at the very least. But but with Adventures League, though, and tell me if I'm wrong, cause it's been several years since I played, you can only use three books, right? Yeah, they have some asinine rule about you can't have fun in there, so. Hey, when that happens. So, so like, with, with Pathfinder Society, you can use pretty much anything that's been sanctioned, which is, like, everything they put out almost, except right. for, like, little corner cases of stuff that would be like really really overpowered or would throw the whole game balance off like a, a paladin sorcerer that can just smite every freaking round three times around because they don't have to count spells and um it's kind of uh the same case with um 2e 
in in a way, but they've taken care of it nicely. So when you have something that you want to do that isn't one of the the normal cases or whatever, they now have that uh, point system where you can buy an entry into whatever it is that you need to to get access to that stuff, which is a really good system. The achievement points, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna play a, a tiefling or you wanna play a cat folk or or a, a, a whatever, uh, there's a plethora of options you can play, and uh, you get you get points by playing Pathfinder Society games. You get points by GMing Pathfinder Society games. Actually, you get more points being a GM for Pathfinder Society games because you're running the game for everybody. You're helping everybody to have a good time, and and that's kind of what we do here. We try to help you guys have a good time while we play Pathfinder 2. And uh, with that being said, we left our heroes standing around a poor, looted corpse of a maybe a thief, an adventurer, an explorer. We found him that way. And and uh, <laughs> Bommy had been looking around, and, and he looked towards the north of the chapel area where they're they're in the hallway leading up to it. And he he finally something clicked. Something something struck him deep deep down in the uh, the cockles of his heart and he started stammering in fear i i do i'll do and i will while he's looking that up i will share with the group those four or five hour energies i had before we started have kicked in i'm awake <laughs> yes yes it's like somebody turned pete on he's like he's like has a has an effect Mark, now and you can always see. turn me on oh you say the nicest thing while while Balmy is stuttering uh, and and reading more specifically to fill this time, um, did we determine what it was that killed this uh, fine uh, bartender? Uh, you did not. Nobody's done a medicine check or anything like. Uko that. would like to. All right, Uko. Well, let her rip. Give me a good medicine check. That Maybe way he can exclude it, it. I will certainly roll Coverage. dice and make a medicine check. Good. We'll see. You got that hero point. You could use it on that. Yeah, I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Didn't use it last yet. Um, when I, whenever I get done, whenever Nat gets done drawing what she sees on the, the, the bar relief, mm-hmm. um, um, she would like to take as detailed notes as she can on the altar. 16 for the medicine check. A 16, you say? Yes, exactly, a 16. Well, you're you're not really sure. Um, unfortunately, this... Uh, he looks like he has been gnawed upon. Uh, you can tell that the rats have have chewn you know chewn uh, off the, most of the flesh off of his of his left arm and hand. Uh, you already saw that, but you also notice uh, that it looks like he has some rents and tears in his leather armor, like made by claws. Um, and you also see a, a bite mark, uh, maybe about human size, teeth marks in his neck. Um, Hold and up. you, you Human also notice teeth marks. Yeah, that doesn't come from a scorpion, guys. No, and uh, I don't know if this helps, but I, I'm close enough to take a look, the medicine check wise, and I got a twenty. You got a twenty. Well, you notice that uh, his, I guess, it would be his right foot. Uh, the boot looks like it was savaged by, by some kind of teeth. And you see claw marks in his upper thigh and uh, lower back. 
like like almost like uh, puncture wounds, maybe some slashes. And these wouldn't be correctly sized for our small individuals that are no longer with us from the other room? Oh no, these are much bigger. Now, are they like regular set of teeth, or do they have, you know, does it look like the canines might be slightly in larger? Um, you can't really tell. You just know it's, it's, it's probably about the, a, a bite radius you would think probably somewhere between, uh, balmy and tooth. Ah, shit. And he didn't have his weapon drawn? Uh, no, he so. didn't. Looks Surprise like, attack. Looks like he was running, maybe, and he fell trying to get the uh, the secret door open, from what you guys can gather. So, yeah, let's uh, let's make sure those doors are able for us to get out easily. Hey, you said you rolled a 20, Donk? Yeah. Um, this guy, while he is rotted, it, you also notice that, uh, that he's got um, kind of an emaciated, almost like dried out look to him that you wouldn't you would you would expect exactly the opposite from a body that's been here this long you would think it would swell and stuff but it's almost like it's the like life's been sucked out of when it I something. cut into the leg it didn't like ooze a bunch of it was a bunch it, of nastiness not like he thought it should and he smells but he's not that's why you couldn't smell it from the other room because he's missing he, some fluids something's yeah something's not right here this is odd I point that out to uh, to Uko because you know, I'm not real knowledgeable about that. But see where I cut him? Like, there should have been more, you know, yuck. But he looks like he's kind of missing some fluid. And is there... Mm, probably wouldn't be able to even determine what might be able to do that. Bites and claws plus blood loss. Um, I going to say, is there a, uh, a check from head. that description that Nat could try? Um. Yeah, I mean, if you've got nature, if you've got religion, uh, occultism, probably be much harder with this small amount of information. But I have occultism. So Nat's got nature, uh, dubious knowledge, and that's a total of one four fourteen. Okay. Um. Uko's got a twenty. For uh, religion. Okay, good. 17 on occultism. Um, Uko, you think it's some form of undead, but it's kind of like a mixed bag here. You're, you're like, is this an undead I never heard of? Is this uh, two kinds of undead that attacked together? Or you don't want really to make heads or tails of it, because so some you know it's like some are column A, but some are column B, but you you don't really remember anything that would that would fit both right. uh, of what happened to this guy. Kind of like a wide panel of things that could have happened here. Right, right. Like if you had a checklist, you would like be going down like okay, uh, slashing, biting, uh, fluid drain, uh, you know. Nothing that I'm aware of checks all the boxes. Right, right. Gotcha. And so, and you may just not have the knowledge. I right. turn to take a look at, at Balmy and be like, you ever see anything, you know? And, <laughs> and, and you <laughs> notice that he is still pointing at the at the, the stained glass windows to the north. And, and Balmy, what, what are you trying to tell him? 
This here's the church with nimble laugh. A nimble ass? I got one of those. She wiggles. I fly, I smack him on the ass with the flat side of my my <laughs> dog slicer. Spit it out, man. He he, he did. Split he said he up. has a nimble ass. She's the now it's flat. Goddess of despair and ghosts swamps. Swamp ass? She she hunts those that would prey uh, upon souls on the way to the afterlife. And she I gets the hold of your soul and eats it. There's nothing left. There is no afterlife. Nothing but death and agony and what oblivion. Is what is afterlife? <laughs> it's what comes after the life is over. Grandpa so, used to call sound, her the glutton like void. The void glutton, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, um, yeah, is there anything else we need? We need to check out that last altar, right? Well, yeah, you guys are only like a third of the way down. I mean, you. I yeah. mean, like I said, you can see that's pretty well lit because it's still light outside. Um, it's getting to be towards noon. Um, so you got a lot of light coming through the windows, but because they're dirty and because of the the subject matter of the the art that's used to pick them it's kind of a gloomy uh light but that altar like i said it's it's like pristine marble with gold veins running through it i mean it looks really pretty uko will go up and inspect the altar anybody going with uko sure i like traps <laughs> yeah now would uh, approach and like I said, once done drawing the relief stuff, would start taking notes about the altar. But has I presume it's a religion check, so uh, notes will be about the extent of what Nat does. All right. Well, as you guys move closer to the altar, uh, this this prevailing sense of cold and dread seems to get stronger and stronger. Uh, Bombing. Bami just he keeps shaking his head and, and going, This is bad, this is bad, I'm telling you, this is bad, this this is the this is the reaper in the darkness, this 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 is the void glutton, I'm telling you, we don't need to be here. And about that time, you guys hear a a, a clattering. Oh shit, here it comes. And uh, from behind the altar you see two skeletal figures stand up. Hello, how are you? And uh, they begin to, to kind of glow with an inner light, and we're going to have to tr- to uh, roll initiative. It's better if you glow with an outer light. That way everyone can see it. Oh, no. Always good when the GM giggles and says, oh, no. Bum, bum. Boom. All right, Bommy, what did you get, sir? 22. 22, pretty good. Uko? 14. All right, Dunk? 24. Nice, and Nat? 1, 6, 16. 1, 6. Well, we got a mixed bag, but you guys did pretty well overall. Uh, it could have been worse. Uh, you've got one of my guys going uh, first, uh, then Donk, then Bommy. Uh, then Nat, 
finally Uko and then the second skeletal figure gets to come out and play. So um, since I get to start, um, the one on the right, uh, of my right from the altar, he's going to come around and who's that with the dog slash? Oh, that's Donk! Don't be afraid. These are not what they look like. Oh, good. They look much worse. Yeah, I put out some uh, some purple, uh, shadowy, draped figures. Uh, but these are kind of these are skeletons. It looks like they have the rotted cloth uh, hanging from their bones of maybe maybe like priest or alicates or something. You're not really sure. Maybe after you kill them again, uh, you can examine them a little closer. So this first one, uh, it strides towards Donk. Great. Come right up on him. And uh, first thing it's going to do is it's going to uh, try to get him with the claws. Oh, hey, I think you figured out where the claw marks came from on the thief. Mm-hmm. Oh, that doesn't look Shit. good for you. That's a 26, Donk. How's that? Oh, that hits. That hits, does it? All right. So you are going to take 10. Oh, yes, 10 points of piercing damage as, uh, as it sinks one of its claws into your shoulder and grabs you. And uh, and it tries to pull you, pull you up to its mouth. It's going to try to bite you for its third action. And that is a total of only an 18. Does that hit you? Negative. All right. So you're able to squirm off its grasp and uh, and plonk back down your feet as its teeth go hunk and and click right right over your head. Um, and now it is uh, Donk's turn. You get some uh, get back, buddy. Okay. Um, so first thing I'm going to try to do is trip it. All right, trip away, trip away. And what do I roll for that? It's athletics? Yes. That's a 22 to trip it. Well, boom, boom, down goes the Alakit. The Acolyte? Alakit. Alakit? All right. Similar, but not the same. Acolyte, you're right. And I'm going to go ahead and whack it. Whack that mole. That is a 19. A 19, you say. Yes, that, that hits it because it is flat-footed. Um, and you're using your dog slicer? That's correct. All right. So give me that. Uh, that damage. All right, what does the backstabber thing do again? That allows you to get sneak attack damage when they are flat-footed, which you will get yeah. on this doesn't he get that anyway for being a rogue if they're flat-footed? Yes. Yep. But the backstabber, yeah. Oh, okay. That's a weapon property. Gotcha. That's 12 points of damage. Ouch. Yeah, he felt that one. Um, and it seems to all go through. And uh, last hit kind of hurt. Um, <laughs> kind of? Yeah. I'm going to move back behind Balmy. 
<laughs> no sneak attack for you, Bommy. Uh, he's flat-footed. He's still flat-footed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he knocked he, him over. Until he gets up, yeah. So, so Donk said, uh, uh, no thanks, and he went and got behind his bigger, smaller friend, Bommy. And, Bommy, it's your turn. All right. Donk, Donk swooped behind you so fast, you all you heard was a whoof, and, and it was gone. All right. So... I'm, am I right next to him? You are five feet I from. Right. Yeah. So you have to move up five feet. And he is still prone, so he is flat foot. All right. Clan dagger. Time for the big stabs. All right. So that is. Oh, shit. It's a 17 on the die. That is enough to hit with him I'm being flat footed. I'm wondering if it's a crit. Give me the total. total. Yeah. Let me see. Clan dagger. Oh, there it is. Um. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Twenty-four. Ooh, not quite. Oh, almost. Not quite. So close. All right. Well. On to the damage anyway. Yes. We got a D four and a D six and my strength bonus, right? Yes. So altogether, that's nine points. Nine points of damage. All right, that that seems to all go through. Also, as you uh, you stick the the corpse uh, like I don't know the breastbone and kind of shatter it a little bit. All right, my second action. No, that was my second action because you. Yes, you, this will be you your don't get the five third action, three, right? Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I think this is how this works. I can with the the clan dagger. I can parry, but it takes an action. So. Yes. I save it until I get attacked. It's I like believe the way that that works is you just say you're going to use the clan dagger to parry, and it gives you the bonus on the AC. Right. Okay. Right. Well, I'm, that's that's what I'm gonna do. So you're gonna similar get your, to raising you're shield. Gonna, gonna get your plus one bonus right. to your right. AC should it attack you the next turn. Kind of like a uh, uh, small shield. Yeah. Yeah. No, but in first edition, that was considered a, 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 a what kind of a. Um, I believe that's when you pick up the gnome and hold it in front of you. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> so you grab Donk. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Nat, you're up. Whoa. Uh, you have one back behind the altar still. The other one is there kind of at your feet, uh, prone, and it's taken some damage. And my companions seem to be doing pretty well, so I'm going to use... An action to have Flea move backwards. Okay. She'll be riding a tawny corgi when she comes. <laughs> um, to just above that second set of stairs. Oh, awesome! That'll give you uh, give you uh, more height to shoot down with, and you won't have the volley penalty. And I won't have the volley penalty. Good thinking. <laughs> um, I will use an action to study the one that's still standing. And then I will take a shot. Give me that sweet bow music. Twang. Um. Oh. <laughs> and a hero point comes hero out. Hero point, so that I don't have to take that fumble. I'll take that. Um, do I get in second edition? I don't remember. Do I get a bonus for being higher ground or anything like that? I. Don't Not officially. Yeah, I don't believe so. Okay. 
in that case we have but i a won't charge you any cover for having somebody between the two of you since you're elevated how about that okay it's like getting a bonus that's a 29 to hit oh that is a critical oh those stairs go up oh yeah well we're down down that's right so yeah i won't give him a won't give him a bonus my my mistake you're correct bobby thank you for correcting that but i won't give him a penalty anyway for having somebody between him and the uh, the creature yeah Alrighty, so damage wise, 16. Alright, the, uh, uh, the arrow uh, uh, skitters along the breastbone, kind of lodges in the shoulder, and uh, it broke off some bone chips, and you did do damage. It all went through, so well done. Hmm. And that should have been three actions, correct? That is three actions. Alright, so that brings us to Uko. Everybody's favorite healer. Uh, Uko says, Devourer of the Void, meet the Void. And uh, twirls his uh, amulet and releases a divine lance. Don't you know at the that one you that are a shooting star? <laughs> Don't you know uh, it's not likely to do ah. very well. And another hero point comes out, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> worse. Oh! Well, that's going to probably miss with a 12. Yeah, hate yeah. to see that happen. Yeah, it uh, it kind of it's kind of weird. It goes past the, the creature and when it strikes the uh, the window instead of shattering it it kind of like just sucks the, like the light disappears. Mm. It's good damage if it matters. Like it sucked up the uh, the, the starlight. That you shot at it. Oof. Yeah, uh, well, that's, that's not creepy or anything. That's two actions. How close is uh, is Donk to me? Not close enough. Uh, yeah, you can you can reach out and touch Donk. He moved back there behind uh, Bobby. He's standing right next to you. Okay. Um, how hurt does Donk look? He got hit pretty good. He's bloodied. Okay. Uh, then I will go ahead. And spend a heal for a one-action heal. <laughs> the old touch heal. Uh, D8. I think I get D10s. Oh, yeah, because you're a special guy. I forgot about that. You got healing yeah. hands. Hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. That's uh, six back. Well, that's, that's better than nothing. <laughs> More than you had before you started. Yep. All right. Well, that... that uh, that brings us to number two, and this one, since it's got a straight shot at uh, Uko, it's just going to... I'm kind of worried about that. Con- yeah. Kind of comes shambling up to you on skeletal feet, and uh, it tries to, to swipe at you with its claw. Oh, that's not going to be good for you. That's a 24. It's not a crit. That's a good thing. Oh, that's a bad roll for me, but uh, bad for you, good for me. Um, that is 13 points Ow. of slashing damage. And since it's got you, it's going to try to bite you like it did uh, poor Donk. Oh, but you're able to, to you know, kind of, you know, shirk away from it. And it's, again, it's, it's teeth clamped down on air, you know, and you... you Managed to draw back and not take any damage. Now Uko's bloodied, and that's its uh, that's its turn because it moved. It, it got you with the claw and it tried to bite you. Um, 
So that brings us back to the top of the order. And uh, you notice the skeleton on the ground, um, instead of trying to pull itself to its feet, it just kind of bends its head up on its neck like the bones are elongating. Since it doesn't have any flesh, it's kind of looking straight over its chest. And you notice that the eyes and the mouth hole start to glow with a blue light. And it emits a sick, uh, sickly looking blue beam and a 20 foot cone hitting all three of you. But not uh, Nat and Flea, of course, because they're too far back. So I need Bommy, Donk, and Uko to give me a fortitude save. Fort? Oh. Meanwhile, Nat looks back towards the two doors that are propped open. <laughs> yep. All right, I got a 14. That is a failure. 16. All right. That is a failure. Mm. 19. That is a success. So, uh, Donk, since you succeeded, you only take six points of negative damage. Um, and... Let's see, Uko and Bami, you guys failed. Who's got that necklace? So you take nine points of negative damage apiece, and you are frightened one. Both of you are scared. Frightened one. That's really bad. Got a card for that there, uh, Uko? Yeah. And that was all three of its actions. Is it kind of, uh, you know, has this? Uh, did you guys ever see that old movie, um, The Keep? It's a really old horror movie. Probably. It's Scott Glenn in it. I, I know that Britt's probably seen it. The, uh, the, the, the inner light comes b blasting out of the, the eye holes and the mouth of this creature, and it's a sickly blue, kind of electric blue color, and it bathes all three of you in this cone of light uh, out of its eyes and mouth. And then it, it, it kind of lays back down as that that took all the energy out of it. Donk, you're up. Okay, so the one laying down is no longer animated? Oh no, it's still animated. It that's just the one that just gave us the blue light. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't, that's the one that just blasted y'all. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, the one that's directly in front of Uko, let's uh, trip him. All right. Did you say frightened one? Frightened mm -hmm. one. Okay. That is a 19 for the trip. And that is enough, sir, as it goes down too. Okay. Whack, whack. That includes uh, your AC, by the way. Oh, it includes my AC? Uh, frightened includes AC. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, wait a minute, what? It says DC is on here, but right. in the rules it says including your AC specifically. Looks like it's only going to last one round, though. Correct. Okay. Correct. That is 14 points of damage. Nice. That's to the, the one that's <sighs> that I just yeah, dropped. That you just dropped. And I'm going to hit him again. I forget what's the subtraction for the second attack. Negative four because you have an agile weapon, right? Yeah, so that would be 18 plus 8 is 26, 22. Oh, no, it would be minus eight because the trip attack actually counts as attack. 
trip counts as an attack? I thought it did. Maybe I'm wrong. Look, somebody looked that up, but I thought trip does. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't think it. But even mm. with that, you tripped him. Did you hit him already once? I tripped him and I hit him once. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, it should be negative eight. I think you gonna look that up, Will? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. We want to get this right because this is kind of a dicey combat right here, and I I don't want to take away from trip Donk. does count as an attack. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, because so it's because it's a attack action. Twenty six minus four more. Uh, if so you took four off already, so that would be an eighteen. An eighteen. An eighteen does hit it because it is flat footed. Another fourteen. All right, um, <laughs> Donk, you're like ah ah ah, and you're like <laughs> chopping this thing like with a with this dog slicer. It's, he looks like um, a, an Iron Chef contestant. He's just like whacking these bones, and and sure enough, he uh, he pulverizes them, he breaks it down in its constituent parts, um, and uh, he's like, I, I got it, I got it, I got it. Look at that, I got it. Very excited. And that was three actions for Donk. Uh, Bommy, you are up. Oh. Yeah, you're right. I haven't gone to zero hit points yet. <laughs> yet. <being the> key <laughs> word. All right. Swinging. Ooh. Last time it was 17 on the die, I think, if I remember correctly. This time it's 18 on the die. Well, that's a hit, sir. Okay. Be a 25. Um, Is that a 25? Yeah, I don't know. Is that a crit? That's a crit, sir. Oh, is it? Yes. Does Frighten take one away from that? Not from attack rolls. Yes. Oh, good crit job. Crit that bastard. All right. Uh, and you get a crit card, which is the green Crit ones. card. Critical. Critical. Um, ooh. How do these cards work here? Uh, piercing. Piercing, right? Piercing. That's what you yeah. do with a dagger. But it's a versatile weapon. So it could, it be, could slashing. be slashing. Which one's better for you then? You could choose slashing, yeah. Oh, I, I like that one. Let's go with the decapitation. Triple damage. Nice. The target must succeed a fort save or die. All right. Well, let me do a fort save then. Okay. And what was what was your attack roll? It was thirty-two. Is that right, Will? <laughs> Uh, 25. <laughs> 25. Oh, yeah, okay. I know it that high. Let me see what I can do here. Uh, that's not horrible, <laughs> but I failed the fort save, so you... Uh, you I, must I, die! I, I know. Roll roll me three D4s just for... I already got a one D4 oh, well, and there, one D6. Well, there you go. But the, the sneak attack damage... Um, Does that not get tripled? No. Okay. So. Uh, does it not? I don't think so. Thought it did in this one. Well, I didn't know. That's why I was asking. I think it. I think it does. I'd have to look. I was thinking it was precision damage in two E as well. At which point it wouldn't. It is precision damage. Unbelievable. But I don't know. Look that up. Make sure. Altogether, my critical damage is ten. Isn't that wonderful? Ten. But you decapitated it, right? Right. And it failed its fort save, so you cut its its head off. Let's let's. That, uh, Will's going to give us a ruling here because you may have just You must die. I alone am best. If not, then you cut its head off from the crit card and it still died. And I no longer am frightened. And you're no longer am frightened. I've cured my frightenedness with 
decapitating this guy. I mean, he's no longer a threat. It, it's kind of the right way to do it. Right. Got to do it in the right order, though. <laughs> Uh-oh. There might be special shit about these guys because Mark's busy reading highlighted stuff. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for Will to give us a... Uh a ruling there. I oh, don't, I I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to cheat you guys. Well, he or, dies uh, anyway, right? Yeah, but I still want to know. Oh, well, my, yeah. My I'll keep looking it up. You, oh, can, you can move forward. Well, okay, so, um, so Nat, uh, it, we're, I mean, we're, we're not totally out of uh, combat per se yet, uh, but he did chop the head off that thing, and it, his head rolls around. Um, However, comma, you notice that two glowing orbs lift up out of both of these uh, these skeletal bodies that are left, these alicate, um, acolyte bodies. And uh, one of them, um, it zips over past you and lands in the thief's corpse. And uh, it goes... <gasps> I foresee a problem from Nat here. Mm-hmm. It's too close. Well, good thing we got all that guy's gear, huh? And uh, <laughs> including this, the rapier. <laughs> you, you know, you, you you see that little blue floaty thing, right? It comes flying over there, and it goes like right in the corpse's mouth, and then it's like the corpse takes a breath, even though you know that's a dead body because you just were looking at it and checked it over, and then the weirdest thing happens. It's like. You know how it was all like emaciated and all, you know, like shrunken in? It like starts filling out. And and then the really bizarre thing is it stands up. Its leg is fucked up. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it bothers it anymore. But I am going to roll another initiative because so, it's a new combatant. While you're rolling that, everything right. is doubled on a crit except things that happen only on a crit. So if you have a deadly die or fatal die, that is not doubled. However, everything else is. Perfect. So, yeah, there you go. Your sneak attack would have so been two doubled. two more sneak attacks? Well, you killed it anyway because you cut its head Yeah, off. you, but, you but decapitated now, now it. Now we know. Everything. Everything. Oh, good. That's, so that's my total nice. damage would have mm -hmm. been 16. They tried to... Uh, they tried to... Um, simplify how it's done so that you could just do it fast. Just do it. And here we are looking it up anyway. Well, I mean, it's different <laughs> than the last system. Right. But yeah, if it, if you have like fatal or deadly die, then that is not not uh, doubled. Okay, so Nat, um, luckily for you, um, you had the jump on this. So, so it stands to its feet and you notice this blue glow coming out of its eyes and mouth just like the other two had. And it's a lot closer to you than the other ones were. And you may not like that. And it's between you and the secret door, which is even more disconcerting. Yeah. So, going, uh, Nat will study this target because her previous study target's gone. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she's going to go ahead and she probably should have done this to begin with, but yeah, we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, cast a uh, gravity weapon. And then, twang. You take the penalty for volley, unfortunately. Yeah, it's even without the penalty, too, it's too uh, close. probably a mess. That is a whopping 13. 
Yeah, yeah. You uh, you managed to get the arrow into the other room. Well, now let me ask you this, because I'm not real sure. Yeah. Again, sec, you know, n- new rules, new game. Is is that critter considered flat-footed? It is if you get to act before it does. Like what just happened? Yeah. But okay. I don't think it's but AC is low enough. To right. 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 But right. Thirteen still wasn't going to make uh, it. All right. That's, just check. That's why. Yeah. So I took that into account. But now it's its turn. Yay. AC starts at, at 10 in Pathfinder 1. It starts at like 14 in Pathfinder 2, basically. Ah. So you need to give me a fortitude save as this same oh, blue yeah. light comes out at you. It's not going to, like, swing at me? Oh, no. It's just going to go, Wah. Well, then it's a little. Anyway, um, that'd be a 23 fortitude save. Well, that is a success. However, it is not a critical success, so you are only going to take six points of negative damage. Do you want one from Fleet? Oh, yeah. That <sighs> is a... And your little dog, too. <laughs> oh, that's a failure. Sorry, Flea, buddy. It's just totally unintentional. It was a, it was a, uh, it was a area effect. That is seven points of negative energy damage for four flea. Still up? Yes. Good. All right. Well, Uko, hmm. uh, you didn't do so hot with the uh, with the fireball, the, uh, the 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 holy bolt, the the star firing. But uh, there's another target for you. Uko whips around, bleeding profusely, uh, and says, "Enough." And uh, just kind of like pumps a three-action heal that's going to also hit it. So I need a basic fortitude save. Ooh, that's nice. Is that like channeling kind of deal? Yep, channeling. Big channels. Big channels? Yeah, by big I mean small. Oh, (laughs) cocked. That was almost bad. Oh, that's not bad at all. What's the fortitude save DC there? 17. Uh, 17. Yeah, I got more now on the die, so I think it's fine. I won't put it's up a, a fight. It's a basic fortitude save, so is it a crit success? or? Oh, well, that'd be a 23 total. So not a crit success, so Correct. it should take half damage. Oh, yeah. all right. There you go. Uh, would be two points of damage. Everybody else gets healed four. Nice. All right. So it takes uh, it takes good or no? That's that's positive damage, right? Positive damage. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's any more effective than anything else, but it did take it, so that's good for you guys. That's what you get for having bad health insurance. <laughs> and uh, Uko's unhealthcare. And now the the <laughs> the blue one. Um, who's the most damaged in the party right now after the healing? Uko, it's you. I I can almost guarantee. This this thing floats <laughs> over you, and it kind of does the buzzard circling thing over your head, like it's waiting for a vacancy. It didn't get affected by the. Oh, it wasn't a thing. Correct. Yeah, well, you poofed it. It started to move over, and when you did that, and it just kind of like went, <laughs> and the wisp just all kind of floated away in That's, a positive light. That is wonderful. Let's keep that up. So, Donk, you're up. All right. Uh, All your hard work went to naught as it just went and invaded that other corpse, and there it is. Trip it. 
Well, now I'm glad I did that, even though I didn't know that would happen. <laughs> well done. Happy uh, accident. Donk is going to close in on it, and he's going to use Twin Faint. Twin Faint. That's a 19 for the first attack. That hits, sir. So it'll be flat-footed to your second attack. And that's eight points of damage. And that all goes through. Is that slashing? Yes. Hey, that's even more effective. And in fact, because it's kind of a corpse and not a skeleton, it seems like that did even more damage to it as its nasty entrails fall out on the floor in front of you. Delicious. Um, I'm a goblin. And for the second one... That is a... I'd get to minus four, so that's a 19. That is a hit. Donk me. Take out another one. You go, Duck. That is... 12 points of damage. Yeah, Donk, uh, he, he winds up and he aims for the same part in the torso where he did so well before, and with the extra damage from it being weak to slashing, he ends up cutting that sucker right in half. And the body falls in two halves, and then a blue light lifts up towards the ceiling. Toward, wait, towards the ceiling? Yeah, from the body. It's like comes out of the body, like the body got cut in half, mm -hmm. and this blue glowing ball of light, just like the picture on the it, on the mini. It's not rising through the ceiling. I don't believe. It. I think he's just yeah, describing he it floating rose up. up to oh, the ceiling. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think of what might be dead up there. <laughs> Can I can I point? I, I would oh, like you to know, point a dragon. at it as it rises. Oh yeah, yeah. You're pointing at this glowing blue ball of light, and everybody can see it. And they're like, "Shit, it's still alive, or undead, or whatever it is." <laughs> Redead it, somebody fast. Are we still in combat? And it is well, yeah, because it's not dead yet. Okay. And uh, then I'll wait my turn. And Bommy, you're up. Take her, Bommy. How high is it? <laughs> you could probably hit it with one of those newfangled <laughs> darts <laughs> that you got from the uh, the midflits that you have in your bandolier. <laughs> oh, look. I did put them on my character sheet. There they are. Shoot them now. Shoot them now. Well, may as well try. Or throw the healer at it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw me. <laughs> I won't survive it. <laughs> Um, doubting it, but uh, uh, I'll say the number twelve. No, it uh, it kind of bobs like a and weaves. Yeah, and and it, it, you throw right past it. Poof. But that's one action. You've got two more. Let's try it again. It's a minus four. Negative four. Yeah. No, okay. Yep. Nope. One more time with feeling. Negative eight. So 10 altogether. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> uh, these darts are really small because they're the mid-flit darts. And uh, you're just, I mean, it's its its not got the aerodynamics you're used to you throwing used in to the these pub. Things, yeah. yeah, you're going to get used to them. So that was three from Bommy. Nat, you're up. It's uh, its probably about, uh, oh, up at the top of the ceiling. It's probably about 20 feet up in the air. From where I'm. Physically here in the mm -hmm. room, I can't see if I, how far away I am from. It's square. About 10, f 10 feet. 
Okay, so I need to move at least five feet to have my outside of volley range? Yeah. All right, I will use an action to have Flea just go all the way down to the bottom of the stairs with my oh. other companions. Since Flea gets two actions anyway when yep. I use an action to there get There you it. go. I will take one shot at the little friggin' ball. I will take another shot at the little frickin' ball. <laughs> Much happier with that one. Um, All together. No, I want the total. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, sh- yeah, 19. 19. Uh, with the swift arrow that you fire up this... Uh, blue ball of light it passes through it pierces it like a a blue soap bubble as it pops and the wisp all fade out into nothingness you have defeated the last enemy well that that would have been 11 damage Oof. well yeah it, it only had one left in that uh in that form are we out of combat you do it are we out of combat? Yes, you killed the last one. Um, Nat pulls out a amulet of channel protection, turns to uh, Uko, and goes, I, I think you need this more than the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Uko puts on the amulet. Uko proceeds to begin healing himself. Are you going to battle medicine, or are you going to cast uh, Are we out of combat? Spell? We are out of combat. Uh, then I'm going to take ten minutes to do it. There you go. <laughs> and while... Uko takes 10 minutes to do that. Nat will remember what it's like to cast spells and get her focus spell back. Awesome. Well, you two two thieves, are you wanting to go check this altar out now that it seems like the the acolytes are finally uh, final? I need to hang out with Uko. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, heal me. Heal me. I got this cool medicine kit. You want to, you know, help me out a little, buddy? (laughs) <laughs> yes, in one moment. <laughs> As he's bleeding all over. <laughs> Without our big lug here, I'm kind of... I'm no longer just a... Just a damage dealer. I'm a damage taker. So, so Bobby, <laughs> since you're the only one that... I mean, you're not totally hurt, right? Uh, ish. Ish, yeah. Well... He's he's uh he's stopping his own wounds. Um, she's like doing something weird with books. Uh, Donk's standing there holding his uh, his self, trying not to bleed more on Uko. You decide to go to the he altar. Said moron. <laughs> <laughs> I said moron. Um, and you go over to check out that uh, that altar. Mm-hmm. So why don't you give me some uh, mm-hmm. perception? No, you don't want to. You don't want to go in. No, okay. Boy Bobby, glutton. Bobby's Hell so no. scared from the boy glutton. He doesn't want to go up there. I thought you were a thief. I thought you were an intrepid adventurer, but you're just a I'm little, a thief, but I ain't dumb. You're a thief, but you ain't dumb. Okay, well, that's a crit success for uh, the second one for um, uh, Doc. However, I'm going to roll terribly with these two dice, so get ready. You can do it! Nice. So you get 14 back on 2d8. Wow, oh, good healing. I rolled a 1 and a 6. Okay. <laughs> Well, seeing as how I'm feeling 100% better, and Balmy's afraid of that there thing, I'm going to go check it out. 
So Doc, now feeling much more secure in his life, uh, being uh, not ending anytime soon, he goes over to the altar, this beautiful, pristine altar uh, with the gold veins. And uh, Doc, give me a give me perception. Uh, I'll check. buy a fortitude save. <laughs> That's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah, you uh, you you give it a good eyeball, all all four sides. And you notice in the back that there's a, uh, it, it looks like the gold veins in it, they cross, and they kind of look like that, that orange star that's up there on the top of the, of the uh, stained glass windows. And uh, you being the you know, impulsive goblin that you are, you push it. And sure enough, you hear a, a click, and uh, a, a panel opens up in the back of the altar. Okay. It's a, it almost looks like a, well, like a safety deposit box. It's it's a long narrow uh, panel, uh, and it kind of pops open on a hidden uh, hidden hinge. Are you going to open it? Sure, but carefully. All right. So you you, you carefully open this, and uh, you see what looks like a scroll wrapped around a stick. It kind of looks like toilet paper to you, like yeah. th- like you guys would hang yeah. in, in, you know. So Donk is, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's magic stuff. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking Chinese yo-yo. <laughs> Uko comes <laughs> over. Uko comes over. He was going to inspect <laughs> the altar anyway. So what's uh, w- what's he see here? Well, you see, to your eyes, appears to be a scroll wrapped around a wand. Or, like Donk said, paper on a stick. Can I <laughs> can I inspect the scroll first and see if I know anything about if this is why? Sure, like give religious me a, stuff yeah, or arcane. Give, give me a religion check. Okay, I kind of figured with the with the setting. Uh, that is going to be twenty one for the scroll. Twenty-one, you say. You uh, peruse this uh, a little bit, and you notice that this is a scroll of restore senses. Okay, and the wand. The wand. Um, I'll let you use the same roll. Okay. Because they're right there together. This is a first-level wand of heal. Um, I'm gonna pocket that. Yeah. This this uh, this module thing is just giving us a whole bunch of. Holy crap, we're about to get screwed kind of gear. <laughs> you know, and, and now everybody can ask Uko when they meet him, is, is that a wand in your pocket? Are you happy to see me? We'll find out what happens uh, with uh, Uko and his new wand and his toilet paper, as Doc says, next time on Shield Bash. Thanks, everybody. Shield Bash is made in association with Knights of the Octagon and the Farmageddon Gaming Convention. Find us online at shieldbash.net, on Facebook at Shield Bash, on Twitter at Bash Shield, and on YouTube at Shield Bash. Bumper music provided by Lee Rosevere. Other artists can be found in the episode description. Troubles in Otari, Abomination Vaults, Serpent Skull, and Pathfinder are the property of Paizo Publishing Incorporated. Leave a comment on iTunes for a chance to hear us read it out on the podcast. 
questions and comments can be sent to shieldbashpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>